Cool. Okay. Start speaking, Mario. Uh, hi. Hi. Welcome How are back. You doing? I'm I'm okay. Thank you. I'm okay. <laughs> good. Good. Uh, what 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 are you up to lately? Lately in my life. Yes. Also, I uh, forgot. Hold on. <laughs> okay, I muted my Apple Watch. Go ahead. Cool. Uh, I don't know. We moved today. I think I might be going kayaking after we call this. Jesus. Or okay, record this. Cool. I, so I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting such a sporty activity. Cool. Oh my god, I love kayaks so much. I've never, um, I've never tried kayaking. Oh, so. it's so fun. <laughs> and you have so many lakes near you to do it. I mean, go kayaking. It, it really depends on like, your definition of near. That's fair. Right, because like, I'm not <laughs> that near to a lake. <laughs> But you know, that's fair. Yeah, but like near enough, near enough that you could do it for like a, a weekend vacation. I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. yeah, it's about. I think it's like a two and a half hour drive or something. Mm, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. That would be worth it, though. I, I think. mean, I will eventually try it. Good. And Good. if you don't hear about me anymore, it's because I drowned <laughs> trying. But oh, sad. Yeah. What a good way to go, though. Yeah. But. Yeah, so that's that's all I'm up to. What about you, Mario? Uh, I am struggling uh, recently oh. because oh, no. exams and, and stuff. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I I guess it's normal. Uh, yeah. Uh, today true. today I like let's go with the stereotypes right now. Um, I didn't understand a thing about. Uh, I don't know. Do do you know about uh time complexities and stuff like that, like in computer science? So this algorithm does the job in big O of n, for example, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I do. I don't know if listeners would, but I well, do. Well, like if listeners don't know, then they are lucky, in my opinion. <laughs> like that's fair. Ignor- ignorance is a bliss sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah, but that's uh, true. <clears throat> now you know I didn't I didn't understand how to do some calculations about that, and mm-hmm. I found an Indian guy on YouTube that mm-hmm. just like solved the whole problem in mm. half an hour, and like I followed that's the awesome. whole course at university. So like, mm-hmm. can I just YouTube graduate on YouTube? Yeah, YouTube's such a good resource for school. That's the only way I pass most of my classes. Yeah, just so many like, professors like upload lectures, and you can pause and rewind. And like the fun it's thing incredible. is that it's just so many times they are better than the ones you actually attend the lectures that's, of, <laughs> which is very yeah. like yeah. I don't. Anyway, <laughs> it's very convenient. Yeah, it's very convenient, and it's free, which is amazing. It's free, first of all, and then. Mm-hmm. You know the only the only issues that I uh, kind of have is this guy had no microphone, uh, so it mm. was like the I don't know the, the the boomiest room he could find. I think it was like an empty university classroom, right? Mm. So there was echo mm-hmm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. That wasn't really yeah, that's fun, unfortunate. but you know, yeah, still that's very, that understandable. Problem, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It helped well, me. The I understood. Well. I mean, I hope Good. it's um, yeah, eight Fingers days crossed. away. So, oof, have fun. <laughs> I'm glad it's not me. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, so you have a question you said yes, right before I, we started recording. I do have a question, which is about uh, work culture in the US. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I, um, I was watching a TV series uh, some months ago with mm-hmm. my girlfriend which we, which is called mm-hmm. emily in paris which is like oh yes uh it's a it, it's cute it's not like the best tv series but it's cute and yeah yeah i was like it's about this girl that travels to paris to pursue mm-hmm. a new job in the mm-hmm. um it's like it marketing yeah exactly basically mm-hmm. and um you know, there's a guy that tells her, there's a French guy, like a, a guy from Paris that tells her mm-hmm. that the Americans live for work while mm-hmm. uh, French people work to live, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it, it kind of got me thinking, are like the people in the US actually that dedicated to their job? Or like, is it just a little bit of a stereotype or are there just so many busy people that it looks like the u.s is one of the hardest working countries in the world I, it depends where you are i feel like no like so i i would say that on average especially like I, I would say on average americans definitely are like more wrapped up in work culture like i know that we when we were in spain forget who it was but someone was telling us that uh they had this like one friend and whenever they would like go out and meet new people they would ask like what do you do for a living and that was like seen as like a faux pas in spain because it's like a bit too heavy of conversation to be like bringing out with you at night like no one wants to talk about work oh okay outside of work but like fair yeah that's like like the first question anyone will ask you in america if they meet you at least in the cities like people our age that's like a a big thing but i think it, it varies a lot based on like demographic and location and the reason that you are dedicated to work varies a lot i think mm. so like my reason as like a 20 something who lives in a city to be like very dedicated to like the idea of work would be very different than the reason for a 50 year old who lives in rural nebraska to be dedicated okay. to whatever work they do yeah do you know what i mean yeah no i yeah i think i think I like see some it. of it's like hustle culture like mm. in general i think americans have like that whole like pull you up from the bootstraps like work until you make it idea more than yeah, other nations like so like very, some of it's that very american dreamy kind of stuff. yeah 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 so some of it's definitely like the sense that like of like one's individual purpose and one's potential to like do something great with life and like that's one group of people and like especially amongst people our age or i guess a bit older than you mario but people around like my age yeah that would probably be (laughs) the main reason people are very like work motivated is because of that feeling of like individual purpose maybe okay yeah whereas older people i think and this is a very broad generalization, and I'm, I'm not an older American, so I can really only speculate to their motives. This is, like, uh, for the listeners, this is just opinion-based. There is no fact yes. here, right? So Yes. <laughs> but, like, older people, I would say, generally, it's more of a concept of, like, dedication to work because of one's work ethic. So, like, not because yeah. of, like, it's not what the something, work is. It's not something that it should transform you 
but it's just something that you're supposed to do and so yeah there's something like seen as immoral about being a bad worker yeah yeah, yeah. I see that. like because right. you're not contributing like that's that's a bad thing in america yeah right? you're like, bad at your you... job that's bad yeah that's like morally bad for you would it be um, something uh patriotic or just like you're not helping your um country develop or i don't know make more money or something or no, I don't would it just be like the, just have ethics and that's it i don't think for the average american like maybe like it's like a trickle down type of social science theory where like that is where it secretly is coming from like that idea of patriotism but i don't think your average american is like i need to work really hard because it benefits america mm. i think it's more of like a, I need to work really hard because if I don't, I am lazy and like a bad person. Yeah, and I, I think it's more feel bad about myself, basically. Yeah, it's more individualistic than like a collective thing. I right. mean, there are definitely some people, obviously, who are like, I need to work because it's benefiting my community. That's obviously a thing. Yeah, but I would say that's rarer here. Like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know I many mean, people at least who feel a need to work to help their community. Probably, like, I, I, I would say that maybe people who enjoy uh being like i don't know a soldier or like being in the army that is probably like 99 percent of the reason they are in the army maybe yeah things like that and like social workers but they maybe, are like those i would say they are the minority anyway like yeah most people it's i mean most people work for the money or for some sense that if they don't they will be a bad person i would say no um, yeah but i, I don't i don't think it's tied to like inherently like the nation i don't think it's i don't think it's a patriotic thing but which, i think it's more of a which it, it makes sense it wouldn't like america's very it's seen as very like a patriotic nation but it's also just very like individual based right so it it would be about one's individual motive to work more than it is about like american as a community right right right, right? right. america's so which, big that like working for america means very little yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i see yeah. that which also ties in very well with the, like I think the most natural follow up, which is mm -hmm. crunch culture, mm -hmm. which I uh, have a feeling is way too high in the U.S. Like, like compared mean, like, like to grind other culture, countries, like... yeah, like the, the the crunch culture. So being mm -hmm. I don't know a hundred hours a week at work, yeah, while yeah. they only pay you for forty, maybe right because. Mm -hmm. I don't know, you hope for a promotion or uh, you just, I don't know, want to make a good impression yeah. or you're the latest arrival at the office and so everything is kind of thrown at you. Like, I don't know. I can only really speak from like my perspective and I can't like do a comparative thing because I haven't lived in like any other nations really. I haven't worked in any other nations at least. Yeah. Um, so I can't like compare, but I don't know if a lot of it there definitely is, like, a big presence of, like, that, like, grind culture like, you have to work 24-7 to, like, make it in this world. That is definitely a big thing here. Yeah. But I don't know how much bigger it is here than other nations on Earth. Right, yeah. But I think that the need to work a lot is, like, partially that, partially this, like, American dream ideal of, like, I don't know, making it in some, like, philosophically profound way, which is tied to that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think a lot of it is also, like, the people I know who work late, generally, a lot, don't do it because 
of like some grind culture mindset they do it because they like have to or like like it's really it's a lot easier to fire people in america than elsewhere in the oh world. yeah well yeah <laughs> so like i think there's more of a fear in america tied to like working and like potentially like losing your job if you yeah, aren't like so performing up to metrics layoffs basically are yeah one of the main yeah, so motivators yeah i would say that like a, a lot of it might not be like i need to work late today because like that's the way you make it in this world it's more like i need to work late today because my boss expects me to do that and i yeah, don't know what so the fallout could be from that but it I could have, be bad i have two small children and a wife i need to provide to my family yeah. Please do yeah, not I fire me, Mr. Bossman, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's a lot more that. But there's a lot that, like, goes into it. Like, it, it's, it, I mean, it's like a little concoction that varies from each person, like, their motivations for why they work a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, like, some people it's a combination of, like, the firing thing and the grind culture thing. And some people it's more of a profound purpose for, like, like behind their work that motivates yeah. them. But it, it varies a lot, I think, from person to person. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, which, I think it's natural. I mean... Like, everyone yeah. will take things more or less seriously depending on, mm-hmm. you know, how they are as a person. So how they were brought up, how they, mm-hmm. I don't know, tackle difficulties anywhere. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's fair. I think there are countries that are also, like, at a worse state than the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And countries that are at a be- better state than the U.S. But... That's true. Yeah, we're definitely, I would, I would say living in the U.S. and hearing news from other places, I mean, whether or not what I hear is accurate or whatever is up for debate, I would say that we're at neither pole of, like, intense work hours. Like, we um, do have, like, some labor laws, so we don't work, generally speaking, in America 100 hours a week, but we yeah. also don't work, like, four days a week and have very nice like pto that is government mandated and stuff i think we're like somewhere in between kind of uh hold on what is what is pto i don't know that uh pay time off that's pay time off oh so, okay yeah like in okay, europe okay. like like generally speaking at least from what i am familiar with like european jobs at least like in the larger nations there's a lot more paid time off for employees America yeah. doesn't. I don't think your employee has to give you any paid time off in America. I think, like, um, I, I have. I think I read somewhere that in, in the U.S. you have to have two weeks of paid time off. Which no, is like that's the, definitely the bare minimum. Would it be? I don't think that would be true, but it would could be. I could much? be wrong. I don't know. Oh, I would say that. Yeah, I would say that's too much. I would say on average, people don't get that much. Um, mm, I thought it was like especially a, like a legal thing. Uh, but I don't know. I read this somewhere, but I'm not sure where. Hmm. I don't remember it well. I don't so know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I sure don't know. that like in, in, in Italy, for example, we have paid time off given yeah. to um, workers by constitution. Mm-hmm. So like it's yeah. very deep in the fabric of... Uh, Italy in general mm-hmm. and we also have way more unions and collective contracts mm-hmm. which he, which we actually talked about some episodes ago I believe I think so like, yeah this, this, this topic were brought up I don't know when to be honest but yeah like yeah, we, I don't know I, 
first of all, I don't think people here take their job as seriously as people in the U.S. with exceptions, right? Mm -hmm. Also because, like, you don't get fired easily, Mm -hmm. which is, again, for union things, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like, you have to misbehave in a concrete way to actually be able to be laid off Mm -hmm. at work. So, like, I don't know, if you uh, punch a coworker, for example, Mm -hmm. uh, then you may be uh, warned once, and I think the second time you're warned, then you can be fired, something like that. Right. So, like, it's which is kind of the opposite of the U.S., where you like in the U.S. you can be laid off way too easily, Mm -hmm. while here you can be laid off like in a very difficult way. So. Yeah, it takes some challenge, difficulty, yeah. Yeah, so, like, from mm. a worker perspective, that's all good, right? Yes. <laughs> but from, from a, a, an industry perspective, then mm. if you are losing money, you cannot, like, mm. have cuts the way you mm. have in the U.S. And so you cannot mm. really save your company in the same way, right? There wouldn't be, like, any form of, like, legal recourse if you're, like, filing for some form of bankruptcy to... Be yes, like we like physically I, don't have money to pay this many people. Possibly, I'm not sure. Like, I'm, I don't really know uh, how this works because, like, mm-hmm. I don't have experience with this mm-hmm. type of stuff. Like direct, direct experience. Yeah, that's anyway, fair. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it is. It is very outside. Neither of us owns a company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's I fair. mean, it also like the legislation around this kind of thing is always very complex. And yeah, that's like, there's a bunch of things uh, around mm-hmm. it. There are very fine details. Like mm-hmm. it's it basically all of the Italian law is fine print, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. And which is also kind of understandable from uh, how many articles we have in the Constitution, right? Like you have mm-hmm. nine, seven, and then remember how many do you mm-hmm. have? Uh, I don't know. Oh, cool. You're not American then. Sorry, I was like zoning out a little. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, anyway, <laughs> I'm sure it's a one digit number anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, we have 139, mm-hmm. which is like you can see how the things go, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, like, That's yeah, fair. it's, uh, yeah. I think we are still in a better position than, I don't know, Japan, for example. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. people in Japan just work their back off for mm-hmm. no reason except to be, I don't know, well-respected in the workplace and then suicide because they can't keep up, which is, mm. like, it's horrible. Somebody mm. should do something about it, but um, it's like a, a very cultural cultural thing in in japan like the the work culture Mm -hmm. and it's a lot about ethics and like they are very rigid about that so i don't know if that's going to change in the future right Mm -hmm. that's fair yeah cultural things are very hard to change but yeah that's also i did look it up america has no mandatory paid vacation i was correct oh so they have like you you could work 365 days a year basically well, like, yeah, well, 
you get like weekends off usually, but they don't have any mandatory paid vacation, rather. So, like, if you're working at an hourly wage, you you definitely do not get paid when you take vacation most of mm. the time. Yeah. Like, I was working like hourly, like I didn't have a salary. Yeah. Um, I was making like forty dollars an hour. If I was on vacation, I would I would not be making that money. It would just be I get zero dollars because I'm not working. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of like. Like, you can also be salaried and not have paid time off, like, paid vacations. Mm. Meaning that you would have to work five days a week, generally. Okay, but, like... Indefinitely. Christmas? <laughs> like... No, I mean, they don't need to give you that, I don't think. Oh, so you could easily work on Christmas? Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's, it's definitely sub-ideal. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it's, what, like, it's definitely like, I mean, on average, I think your average American, like I get two weeks, so I get like 10 work days of paid time off a Right, year. because, yeah, and I because think that's uh, weekends very are not average. Counted, right. Yeah, I think that's like what the vast majority. Are there people that get more? Of like salaried people my get. question. Yeah, now. oh my God, yeah, yes. But what There's, do you, I mean. What do you have to do to get more at this point? Like, I wonder, right? Just different companies. It's based on what the company wants to give you. So, like, for example, Google employees and, like, a bunch of the FANG companies and big tech companies, they have unlimited paid time off. What? So, you can theoretically take as many days as you want off as long as you, like, effectively do your job otherwise. But... Right. Like, it's, it's a self-control thing at this point. Basically. Yeah, but it's not really. So, the way that it, like, works, it, it's... It's the type of thing that like sounds really, really good, but is ultimately like, kind of a scam to the employees. I mean, because yeah. if you have pay time off, like for me, I get two, two weeks of pay time off a year. And if I don't use them by the end of the year, it rolls over to the next year. So if I work two years and I take no days off, I'll have four weeks of pay time off accrued. So yeah. I could take a month off. Right. Um, if I were to leave my company, this is not true of all companies necessarily, but it varies based on company to company as in your contract. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the times, if you accrue pay time off, if you leave, they will pay you what your hourly wage would be for that pay time off. Oh, okay. So I make money if I don't spend my pay time off, kind of, when I leave. Yeah, I see but that. But right. okay. if you have unlimited pay time off, not only do you not have to do that, right? So if employees leave, you don't owe them any money. Because I mean, they're not accruing pay time off. Technically, you own them infinite money, right? So yeah, well, yeah, but, it, but that's you not know, you can't, It's you, not written into the contract like that. That's so unfortunate. you don't. <laughs> um, but I think it's also I've read online. I have no sources. Google if you want, um, listeners. But I've read online that also, generally speaking, people who have unlimited pay time off end up taking less pay time off because they don't feel a need to use it as much whereas so like, like for me because yes. i have two weeks i'm like i might as well use those two weeks because i have them if i had unlimited pay time off i might not take a day here and there because why would i i could take it later on it doesn't really matter yeah um, i yeah i think i think i see how yeah that would work yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so it sounds really good but it, it also is like pending culture right so if no one takes pay time off even if you have unlimited pay time off, you're not going to feel at liberty to take it. Right, yeah. 
because that's not the culture. Like, you still might face ramifications, even though you, like, are allowed to take unlimited paid time off. That um, is. <laughs> so it really is, like, it sounds really good, but it's, it's not the best. That's, it's, a, that's it, a huge scam. Like, Yeah. <laughs> but there definitely are people who have more paid time off than other people. Um, and it varies a lot, just company by company. Some companies, you get more paid time off the longer you've worked there. So if I've worked at a company for five years, I might be getting like three weeks instead of two weeks um, when I originally started. Mm. Um, so it, it varies a lot. Some of them don't accrue. So some of them, if you have two weeks of paid time off a year and you don't use it by the end of the year, you don't have those paid time off days anymore. You don't get money. It just goes away. And right. next year, I'll be another two weeks. Um, so it's, it, it all, it's all, especially because we don't have any like mandated paid time off nationwide yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is a hundred percent based on what the company wants to give you um like that's yeah i I feel like that's mean (laughs) (laughs) it is mean i agree but uh like the the thing that is uh kind of absurd to me is like Mm -hmm. i don't have the experience of not having any time off right because like here mm-hmm. you get it and that's it like y- yes you can gather them and if you don't use them they just roll over the next year yes mm-hmm. but like you have them uh mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what kind of job you do generally mm-hmm. right Be- mm-hmm. unless like you i don't know if you work in fields for example if you're like a field worker for mm-hmm. a season then i don't think you get any because like yeah. it doesn't really work that way for field mm-hmm. workers, but yeah. like that's a, a separate category of people, mm-hmm. and that's a very different job because that's you know that's seasonal. So like either you go and work for that season because there is some work to do, or you mm-hmm. don't. Right? That's I I mean I think that is kind of reasonable. <laughs> I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. No, that that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. That, and, like, yeah. But, like, I don't understand how people in the U.S. haven't got to, you know, uh, I think they protested. that I think there have been protests for changing laws. Like, I'm sure about the minimum wage. I don't know about mm-hmm. the paid time off. I'm not sure about that. But, mm-hmm. like, how is it that it's still the way it is right now? Yeah, I mean, so, like... Yeah, there have been protests in the past, right? Like, we we have unions and stuff, and the only reason that we have them is because of a lot of very intense protests of the past. Mm. Like, the only reason labor laws exist at all in the U.S. is because of very violent protests that were happening in, like, the early 1900s or late 1800s, I guess. Um, Yeah. So, like, that, that exists. But there's just a lot. I mean, one, there's a lot of money, like, lobbying against like workers interest in the u.s generally speaking right like it is in the best interest of corporations to have worse labor laws yes Um, (laughs) i mean that's that's understandable right like you're technically your enemies you and your uh work giver in a sense yes yeah (laughs) um and when you like live in a country where or like a system where corporations are like legally seen kind of like the same as people right like they they have like their own like rights and whatnot it's it's hard to argue against just like these very wealthy conglomerations of people Hmm. um that 
just hold a lot of sway over politicians, I guess. A hundred percent, yeah. But like, like that, is, I, that is very visible from afar as well. Like, yeah. Like, but I think in, there's also, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I was gonna say was that, but like on a smaller scale, right? Like, because like that that's all good and true. Like that might be why it's not changing larger. But like, why are there individuals that don't necessarily support it? Because there, I'm sure there are. Um, I would imagine there's like there's like two things at play. Kind of. One of them, I think. In general, <laughs> this is gonna be yes. a very like in, like medium inflammatory statement. I think in oh, general, no. the modern American populace lacks any form of imagination with regards to how like legislation can exist. James, we were about to so, cancel. Like no, so as in like whenever you talk <laughs> about raising minimum wage, people's first thought is then things will come become more expensive, and then their brain stops thinking about it. Oh yeah okay whereas like that is not necessarily true because the number one like labor cost does not directly equal product cost ever really in america there's always a lot of other things going into that yeah um so like that's not that's not necessarily true but that's a big reason that people don't want like minimum wage especially to rise because they think that like either products will have to raise in cost or companies will no longer be able to afford their employees um Mm -hmm. so like companies will shut down right so that's one reason but i think there's also another reason which ties back to like the work culture before Mm -hmm. i think when you live in a culture where as i was saying a lot of the older generation which would be all of the people who own businesses um Mm -hmm. and a lot of people who control the government and a lot of the biggest voters um are at least the most active voters um, yeah. When you live in like a nation where a lot of those people have an idea that working less than an insane amount is a moral failure right. and points to you being like a bad and lazy person, any complaints about labor laws, so saying that like you should have paid time off or like minimum wage should increase, is seen as like the complaints of the morally defunct and lazy. So it's not seen as. Like, oh, it makes sense that people might, like, want to exist outside of work. It's seen as, like, these people just don't want to work at all. That is morally bad, and we should not appease them because they're just complaining. They're just young people complaining. So I think a lot of it is that as well, just that idea that if you, like, exist in an environment that you've made in your head where working is, like, a sign of your personal value, working a lot and hard as a sign of that then anyone who doesn't want to do that is inherently in your head going to be lesser than you and is therefore not worth listening to Hmm. so i think a lot of individuals would see it as that like why would i listen to these people who clearly are just lazy unlike me who's not lazy and is willing to work a lot for pennies right you know yeah okay so two Um, things that come to my mind first this is like (laughs) the saddest thing that I've heard all day, right? Oh, <laughs> I'm sad to upset you. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, I guess that is kind of, like, it happens uh, continuously. Mm. Uh, also, like, here, not for the same reasons, because, like, w- like labor laws here are very different, as we said before, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, politicians that are corrupt are, like, basically 
an everyday talk here or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? So, mm-hmm. or like stupid people in the government, right? Mm-hmm. I guess it's like a, a universal thing, right? But mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like here it's been commonplace <laughs> since, I don't know, 150 years ago. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and that's fair. Which, like, I kind of got used to it, which is also sad because that means that I don't care anymore, right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But I really don't know what to do about it myself. That's fair. Right? Because, mm-hmm. yes, I can vote, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, my vote doesn't really matter if everyone else is voting for the people that are crooks in the first place, which is, mm-hmm. like, many politicians here, like, kind of try and get votes by saying things that they won't do later, right? So, yeah, which is basically what every politician does but you know yeah uh mm-hmm. which it's a shame because mm-hmm. eventually i think this will bring me outside of italy and maybe i will never return possibly mm. mm-hmm. but the second thing that comes to my mind hearing what you said what you just said mm-hmm. is do you think that like eventually I, I this that this is not like being mean for the purpose of being mean is just a fact since these people are older people they will eventually die right <laughs> i mean yeah i guess i mean everyone is, will yes, basically yes that is right? true yes unless we are in yes. 17776 which mm-hmm. i don't think we are yet anyway mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but that's By the true. way, go read that if you if you haven't. Like we've already mentioned it like three mm-hmm. or four times, but go read it. And, yes, very true. And so, would you say because I am pretty sure that younger people like you are mm-hmm. not in favor of you are morally inept unless you like work 140 hours a week, right? Which is like yeah, I mean yeah. So would you say that uh, yeah. in the future, would it be better because people that are more like-minded to you would then mm. have more power, I hypothetically, because there will be politicians in the future and there will be employers mm-hmm. in the future, right? Mm-hmm. Which are going to be yeah, our I mean, generations of people, right? So yeah. would it change like, I, then? I, I... I don't know. Like, I predicting the future is kind of like a fool's errand. Like, the optimistic part of me is like, yeah, like assuming that people on average in my generation, because obviously not everyone our age thinks exactly the same. There's plenty I of mean, people who yeah, think all sorts normal. of things. Um, yeah. But assuming people, like, on average keep up the same fire that they have inside, um, when our time comes to like be like our national leaders and whatnot then like potentially but it's hard to like predict like the zeitgeist of a people kind of like it's it's hard to know i guess like will that actually end up being the case when people our age grow older like how will how will things change when people our age have monetary assets that they're trying to protect or things like that no, like yeah. i don't know which um, is exactly like why i asked the question because it's a very mm-hmm. open question like it could be both of the scenarios mm-hmm. like mixed 
in some way. Mm-hmm. It could be very optimistic, and so everyone will be, I don't know, everyone will have two months of paid time off, and then mm-hmm. probably the economy will collapse because two months is maybe too, too much, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to predict. Like, and there's just so many variables involved. Like, there's like the variables, obviously, of like cultural and political opinion over time. Yeah. Like, what will people our age be wanting out of life in twenty years? Who knows? But even like, like, will automation pick up? And there, will there just be a need for people to work less? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. There's no, a lot uh... of just like abstract variables to throw in there so i i have no idea hopefully yes like my in my in my heart i'm hoping yes like in my dream world we make a bunch of very very useful robotic arms that can construct things and we Mm -hmm. need much less people to work and we have a nice safety net for people who are not not currently like working 24 7 but right i mean who who knows you know like it's it's yeah nobody Nobody can really know. For all we know, we might be dead yeah. tomorrow. Like, right? So that's true. Uh, predicting, I don't know. It's yeah. like the the question that employers sometimes do, which is, where mm-hmm. do you see yourself fr- five years from now? Right? Mm-hmm. That's which true. Which is yeah. like the dumbest question that I've ever heard. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. I mean, and especially like I think people our age feel very like disenfranchised from the future a bit too. So it also just makes it like a lot harder to predict. Like people, I feel like a lot of people our age have like a very fatalistic outlook on like the way that their life could go. That might be. So true, it, yeah. it just throws in a lot of potentially cha- a potential chaos for their opinions. Like mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's hard to predict. I don't know. You like know. If, uh, if an employer would, would ask me that question, I would probably answer in, a, in an mm-hmm. edgy way that would probably get, <laughs> not get me the job. Um, that's fair it is it's a hard question to answer but i feel like a lot of employers expect it to be a hard question to answer like i don't know if all employers really expect people our age to have an answer at least i'd hope not but i don't know it's i, I, I think i think depends. i think they expect most people are it yeah that's fair i feel like i've never been asked that question by someone who did not understand when i answered like i don't really know i think they've all been like okay cool that makes sense uh mm-hmm. but maybe i've just been lucky <laughs> who knows i mean it might be Um, i don't know i have zero experience (laughs) so yeah that's fair like to be yeah i don't know quite honest i the 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 part of a work interview that scares me the most is the technical part right because oh my god they're horrifying to be be quite honest (laughs) i would i don't think i would be able to answer the questions i would have to like study to get a job at a specific company which like end me i don't want to mm-hmm. right but no yeah technologies are the worst uh that's fair they're also the one thing i dread the most about any form of job hunt is just yeah no i personal yes. a- personality interviews are great like ask me questions about my life go for it yeah um, i would be but... like i remember doing like a google thing interview once uh not for mm-hmm. a job obviously right it was for mm-hmm. uh google developer student clubs which is like a uh a, a university thing right mm-hmm. and oh obviously there were there were no technical questions because mm-hmm. what would you ask like you are supposed to know nothing yeah. about this type of stuff technically yeah of course, um yeah. but i saw uh that 
to work at Google, like in specific fields, uh, like I don't know, mm-hmm. uh, software engineering or hardware engineering, there are very, mm-hmm. very difficult technical interviews, and it's not just one; mm-hmm. it's like many. Which I oh, yeah. I see no, why, like yeah. I see why you would want to choose the most apt worker for that type of job, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my anxiety yeah, like we have to have a better solution at this point <laughs> i, I mean but yeah there's people whose whole jobs are to come up with that type of thing we could come up with better solutions guys i don't yeah I don't like know. but just, yeah no it it sucks yeah definitely like i mean i know I am... that just like go ahead sorry <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. I was going to say that I know that even with, I get like, this is the, this is going to sound like humble bragging, but it's, it's not like a lot of Amazon recruiters reach out to me. I think I've, I've read news recently that they are having trouble hiring. Um, what? But that's besides the point. Um, but a lot of Amazon recruiters reach out to me and I know for a fact that just like before you even get to speak to someone on the phone at Amazon, you have to have a two hour take home programming assignment. Like before oh. you're even like oh, phone no. screened, there's a no. two hour assignment. No, no, no. And no, like no. the idea of that is absolutely insane to me. No. Like I in do what not, world am I going to be doing that? I don't that? want to do that. No. No. I know. It's horrible. Not to mention, obviously, you're going to have technical interviews after the fact. Um, but yeah, before you even get to speak to someone, they're like, like they will send you a, a take home little quiz. No, like um, that's no. Yeah, just just no. I know. I go agree. away. Yeah. Like it's seriously it's not ideal. They're not fun. Yeah, I can I can go work for I don't know for a Subway or a Seven Eleven and just be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, like to to be a hundred percent fair, uh, today mm-hmm. I was so pissed at like mm-hmm. the fact that i have gone through several um like computer science specific courses at my university mm-hmm. right and since i liked mm-hmm. none of them i kind of mm-hmm. i i probably got the the wrong faculty to pursue and like the wrong mm-hmm. career in general also like i feel mm-hmm. like like i can't do anything uh about like imposter syndrome right i i know that i can code yeah. but i'm yeah. like 100 percent sure that when i will be tasked with something important then i will fail right and so mm-hmm. any chance of getting a job in this field will be absolutely thrashed mm. which is yeah it is first hard. of all and i it, think like yeah. it's a it's a common problem i think in my yeah. opinion at least because Definitely. You go to university and you expect to be ready to work afterwards, but mm-hmm. it's not true because technically university teaches you the basics. So like how to reason, how to use logic and how to mm-hmm. tackle problems. And then you're supposed mm-hmm. to apply technologies on your own to solve those problems, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But since you go to university, you do not you do not have the time to do both. Mm-hmm. So ideally, yeah. you would have like to take a year off before you start working, mm-hmm. 
and like learn technologies, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah. then, like, everyone will get a job, and you will be unemployed for a year, and then people will will, will ask you like, that's of course that is like that. Oh, you graduated in twenty twenty five. It's twenty twenty seven. What have you mm -hmm. been doing this last year, right? Why mm -hmm. I, have yeah. you have you worked somewhere? Did you just not update your resume? And that no, mm -hmm. I just I do not feel capable of actually having a job, so I kind of I kind of kept on studying yeah. things, and that doesn't really mm -hmm. look very good in my opinion. Yeah, and that's, so that's like fair. this is the, like I I am so scared, honestly. Like oh, this is yeah. Uh, well, I mean I. It's crazy, in Just my like, opinion. Yeah, it, it's hard. I think that the the big issue with like, I don't know. As time goes on, I I don't necessarily think that there should be computer science. <laughs> uh, like not not like as a field. All. That sounded really. Oh no okay. no no! Like there shouldn't be degree <laughs> programs for it because, like, if you want to go into academic computer science, like the theory behind computer science. Right. then like the academia that you're learning right now is super important but beyond that it's more of like a trade like it's something that you would be like i would say much like if it was still easy to get a job this way which yeah. i don't know if it's the hardest I've, i haven't tried but if it was easy a job this way most people would just be much better off if they did want to go a tech route just like learning on the job or like going to like a two-week boot camp or something because a lot of like the way you learn how to program is by actually applying it to problems yeah, in like the, the real world and right? schools because... don't really make you do that because they're yeah. academic environments so they're more about theory which is good to know it it can make you a much better programmer if you're further along in your like programming journey but if you've never programmed before learning the theory behind it as like a start is not i think like a very good idea um because like yeah. originally what you really just need to be able to do is to create an application that does what you want you can think about how to optimize it later um but like one yeah. step at a time you know um yeah i don't know but i don't necessarily i i, I think that anyone who is expecting graduates right out of cs courses to have an insanely well-versed background in different technologies is like doing themselves a disservice you're gonna get people <laughs> like that because there are plenty of people in the cs fields who just like all they do is program 24 7 as i'm sure you're aware mario oh yeah um, way too much honestly yeah <laughs> but you're really constricting your applicant pool if you just expect those people to be applying and no one else um yeah because i mean like you can teach any like you can teach anyone how to program Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. Like, especially if they're doing it, especially if they're doing it eight hours a day. Um, oh yeah. So if you're like hiring interns, and I think a lot of people do have that mindset that like, especially with interns and entry level positions, like this person might not be like an incredibly well versed senior developer who can program in like eight different languages and across tech platforms and whatnot. But I think a lot of them kind of expect that they'll have to teach you. And are very okay with that because they understand that they can teach it, mm, um, no, or that yeah, you like learn it on the job. I yeah, can, I, but I it is really that. scary, like right leaving. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're like looking at job postings and not like internships specifically or like specifically entry level things. Mm -hmm. A lot of like 
job levels marked as entry level are very intimidating if you're just starting because it's like oh you should have three years experience and be like completely proficient in like x y and z language and have like worked in like very diverse team environments and that stuff i is scary yeah so that's fair (laughs) i like the only projects that i have actually uh kind of completed like Mm -hmm. i i did them on my own so zero team experience Mm -hmm. first second Mm. uh like i had team experience but not in code right Mm -hmm. i still have very big difficulties at understanding how one would go and mm-hmm. create another branch on a GitHub folder or repo, right? And then yeah, merge yeah. them later. I, ju- I just, it just tells, tells me that there's conflicts, right? I just, yes, that I is, hate that. I hate that. It's a hard skill, but a very useful one. Uh, definitely. But still, like, and I'm not even 100% proficient at C, which is the mm-hmm. one that I basically use the most, right? So That's fair. But you wouldn't be unless you were working on it eight hours a day. Like, like, I think especially like CS people like failed a lot to recognize that like, and this is not like a fault of you. I'm just saying this is like a... No, no, no. But I'm, I'm not, saying this is specifically, it's not just you. No, um, yeah, don't worry about it. I, <laughs> I'm not I think computer a lot of science anyway. To realize, so. That's fair. That like, you are never going to be as good at something as someone who works eight hours a day at it. Like, I mean, yeah, because most of the most of the experience comes from experience. Yeah, so like you shouldn't be an insanely proficient at C. You don't you don't work with it every single day for eight hours. Like you you are a hobbyist at this point. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. So uh, like unless, it, it shouldn't really be surprising. Maybe you, I don't know. Maybe you you program things for old computers and then you just use C. I guess, but yeah, yeah, I guess. Or but, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, it, it like just control. It shouldn't uh, be in, automation yeah. things are generally all C. But if you're working on those things, you're not like doing CS at university. You're doing automation engineering, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just if you're still in university, it it shouldn't be surprising, and it's not like some moral failure if you're not insanely <laughs> good at programming yet. Like, you like. I, if you went to university to actually learn, then in the middle of university, you probably shouldn't be incredible at it yet because you still have time left to learn and you still also actually have to get job experience after that. It's mm-hmm. like dedicate yourself to actually doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, before then, it's, I think, silly as an industry to expect anything more. Um, whether or not people do, that's their own opinion, I guess. But Yeah. <laughs> but it'll all be okay. I mean, we. <laughs> I I je- I definitely hope so. Like I am I am very very at least scared you live about in, the future, right? So. <laughs> at least you live in Italy, though, where if they hire you and they don't like you, they can't fire you. <laughs> That's that is that is true. That is a hundred percent true. Yeah. All you have to do is convince them, you know, and then and then you're in, right. and then you can learn anything after the fact. Right. I, I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just fake it till you make it, right? So true. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. I, I heard like the, my, my yeah. professor at um, the course that I am currently hating because it's eight days till the exam told me that mm-hmm. like there was, they were working on like a helicopter 
thing, uh, like a helicopter software. And mm -hmm. for some reason, uh, someone decided, like, there was something that wasn't working, okay? And they found mm -hmm. out that the, they had a compile script that suppressed warnings. So oh, I feel, interesting. I feel like... No, but it was like, mm -hmm. like it was a thing made on purpose by someone who didn't mm -hmm. want to have to deal with the words, yeah. right? So yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I feel like the fake it till you make it like actually works. Um, most yes. of the time, most people, most people don't know what they're doing. Cool. I would say I would, I would yeah. rather be able to understand what I am doing. Like I would. That's fair. Myself, then I would rather know what I'm doing. Yeah, that's fair. That top that that desire will put you already in the top percentage. Hey, hopefully. So, uh, good job. Yeah. <laughs> but, Thank you. Um, I'll let you know when yes, I find. Yes, make it definitely I works. A, a job, and then like. Good. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> if I if I don't, I just I don't know. I'm gonna. What am I gonna do if I don't? Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing music professionally and then starve to Perfect. death. Perfect. Travel the world. Kayak around the lakes. Right. <laughs> Kayak around the world. Yeah. Perfect. Why not? You'll have the time to do it. I mean <laughs> yeah, but not the money, I suppose. <laughs> That's okay. Just sleep in the kayak. That's true. How did I how did I not <laughs> think about this? <laughs> Well, good plan. I think I think we have exhausted this topic. I think so too. <laughs> good job, go team! Yay! Um, so sorry if we like bored you, audience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I don't sure know. we didn't. I mean, hopefully. I I just I just thought the original question was a, an interesting question to know about, and then we kind of rambled on mm -hmm. as usual, right? Yeah, yeah and that's uh, fine. Yeah, so cool. I have. Do you want to do I the have like, a readout thing. Do you do you want to no. do it? Is my question because you oh, oh no you I'm, have never I done do that. I know. You I like not. that. I haven't. I'm okay. Still not. Oh, okay. So <laughs> then, right. <laughs> I like it when you do it. It's it sounds okay. nicer. If you say so. Okay. <laughs> oh, also, um, I kind of forgot. Uh, it's. Like I am very late, but uh, happy Pride Month, everyone! Um, oh yes, very true. It, it is, it is Pride Month. I kind of forgot about it because it's not, it's not a, a huge thing here. Um, mm. but yeah, happy, happy Pride Month! Uh, big up to our thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyway, let's do the let's do the readout thing. Um, mm -hmm. so. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. And join our Discord to join the discussion. Mm -hmm. that, that, was a, that was quick. That was quick. You did it. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Okay. And thank you, everyone. I suppose. Yeah. Thank you very much for uh, listening again. And mm -hmm. I think you will hear from us next Tuesday. Yep. See you later. Bye. Bye.